Good morning, Eastern Oregon, and welcome to this June 29th version of AM Live on EOA, your connection to Eastern Oregon. And we're on Roku. Don't forget that. How's it going, man? Good, 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 good. It's first Friday. Yes. Not that that we always say not. That yeah, that not. <laughs> we got what, what is it, one month? 30, yeah. So. Yeah. So trying. Oh my goodness. Yeah, man. people is like yeah. Our 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 world is like it. It's like water running downhill between now and the end of July. It'll be with a the blink of an eye, yeah. and it'll be August. Yeah, really, like because that's just how this month goes for us the last three years. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and you're gonna take a little time off. I I hope. Yeah, you hope. That yeah, first the first of August. Yeah, I'm gonna go watch some softball in California. Hopefully, that'd be fun. That's the point. Yeah, you're you're hauling your daughter around. I'm trying to remember. What I'm going saying. with. You know I mean? Right, like, right. Yeah. yeah, we're all we're all going. My mom's gonna go. I think, and yeah, we're gonna go watch softball in Sacramento. Cool. That'll be fun. All I'm right. Excited. Well, you want to do sports? Let's do it. All right. So not too much to talk about sports-wise. Once again, it's uh, that weird time of summer. Um, Little League 12U girls all-stars won yesterday, and they play in the championship game today at 6 p.m. in Hermiston. So that's the 12U girls. We know the junior boys won district, and then I know for a fact that the 10U boys, so the boys' minors all-star team lost yesterday, so they're out of it. Um East-West Shrine right around the corner, and one of the things I'm doing up until then is pretty much going to play you guys a video from last year uh, every show until then, hopefully, if I if I don't run out of videos. But this is, uh, this is last year's East Queen, Poppy Ann, talking about her experience with Shriners Hospital. I first went to Shriners in August 2009. I was a month old. I was born with spina bifida. At the beginning, I was involved with Shriners Hospital because I had club feet. I was suspected, or like on an ultrasound, I would, had, it looked like I had club feet. I worked a lot with the orthotics and prosthetics team to get braces for my legs. Dr. Iona and his team in the Spina Bitha Clinic has helped in numerous ways. The surgery has really affected help my balance and ability to move around. I worked with the rehab center. They helped me get a three-wheel bike. It's a fun way to exercise that is still safe with my balance. What I love about Shriners Children is it's welcoming and fun and their doctors are the best of the best. That's another local uh, youth that's been impacted by Shriners, and that's the that's the back end of it. You know, we do this game, and and we do you know they raise all this money, and then that's that's the product, right? Like that's yeah. what you get to see is is just kids affected. I mean, including our play by play guy, and I'll play that video again. This is our play by play guy, William uh, McLaughlin, and he's uh, if you need advertising for I mean, on this game, it's a huge platform. It's shown all over Oregon, and here's Will talking about that. Hello there. My name is William McLaughlin, and I am the play-by-play -play announcer for this year's EO Live Sports broadcast of the Oregon East-West Shrine All-Star Football Game. This is my third consecutive year doing this, and it is truly an honor. 
This game means a lot to me, not just because it showcases great athletes from around the state of Oregon, but also because I was once a patient of Shriners Hospital for Children. Shriners' motto is love to the rescue, and they truly mean that. The work they do for children is truly amazing, and it makes a difference. Trust me, I know from personal experience. If your business is interested in being a game day sponsor for this year's game on July 29th, reach out to EOA TV today. We offer multiple sponsorships, including game title sponsor, game sponsor, quarter sponsor, replay sponsor, and more. Consider being a sponsor today. Not only does it go to a great cause, but it's also a great way to promote your business throughout the region and on the only broadcast of the East-West Shrine All-Star Football Game. Yeah, so that's William talking about the advertising uh, opportunities, and William was a Shriner himself, which is cool. And yeah, that that game that, that game is a lot of fun. There, there's, I mean, the banter and just the, but the the only drawback to it for us is the heat, man. It is yeah. hot as a, it's so hot in there. Yeah, it's not as bad as it was the first. Year no, ago. with the sun <laughs> facing. The first year we did it on the other side, and the sun was right on us, and I think I lost about 15 pounds of sweat. It was horrible. Yeah, not only was it hot, but you couldn't hardly see. I mean, it's just, yeah. The, it's much the, better being yeah. up in the rickety. Yeah. The, the boxes at Baker, let me explain this real fast. You have to walk across a catwalk that's plywood, first <laughs> off. And I'm not a small dude, and, and I'm afraid of heights. So I'm up there like like – you know, every creek I'm like grabbing onto something and then you get into the box and it's just like this makeshift plywood. plywood. Yeah. yeah. There's no <laughs> it's, ventilation. It's not like EOU. That's yeah. for dang sure. It's, it's completely different. Anyways, this AM sports report is brought to you by Rocket Suns Tire and Auto right here in the Grand East End of Adams. It's the old Wendell's corner. If you need anything done for your car, go see JB and the boys at Rocket Suns. Yeah. And shout out to EOU is going to be the title sponsor for the Shrine football game. And yeah, which I mean, yeah, they should have been doing that all along. Right, they I mean, should have, but yeah, it's, it's yeah, but that's that's awesome. that's great, great support for the game. I mean, you know, just because the practices, I mean, imagine the the benefit of having fifty kids and their parents visiting and so on and so forth you know, a campus for a week. There's And there's a huge... I mean, me personally, I think the game should be a DOU and a <laughs> lot of people. But if you watch social media, if somebody says that, like they somebody said, why, you know, why is the game there? You know, it's quick. People are quick. to It's been there for 50 years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's where it belongs. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, you know, we would feel that way if it were for anything that was here. You know, I mean... There's a, the only there's, a huge, is, there's a huge economic benefit to having yeah, but that the, and, there. But the only difference for us, I mean, the only thing I care about is the facilities. Yeah. I mean, we, it would be a hundred times easier for us if it was at EOU. Well, for us it would be. I mean, it'd be a jaunt right <laughs> up the hill. And then it would be, we already know the lay of, you know what I mean? We know exactly where everything goes. We're in a nice cool building you got a soda machine <laughs> yeah. water right here yeah you know what's funny is you become a little bit of a diva when you like when you're calling a game well <laughs> you kind of switch into diva mode it, well it's Wait not a it, 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 i mean you tried doing it in a, in a no, hundred degree heat i i i know i've it's been not in front of fun. the camera a fair amount mm -hmm. too yeah i'm just saying it's just a little bit funny I'm, i, I just transfer 
EOU. I mean, that would, no, but, yeah. and I know it's never going to happen and I'm okay with it. I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll make it work wherever, but, um, the, the high school games at EOU are much smoother. Yeah. Smooth. Yeah. Anyways, that's all for sports for today. Well, and you know, the, what that kind of highlights though, is how fortunate we are to have the stadium that we have on the East side. You know, I mean, cause even, uh, even Pendleton, I mean, I don't know what they're doing this year, but they had, you know, a lot of part of their, their high school games were at the rodeo grounds, which is, which is just a weird place to have a football game. You know? Well, I think I'm pretty sure that's where they prefer to play. Well, right. They don't, they play half of them at the high school and then they move to the rodeo grounds after. Right. But uh, the point is, is we're just pretty dang fortunate to have a really nice stadium. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the rodeo grounds isn't bad though. I mean, it's, no, it's, it's not, unique. Yeah. It's yeah. not a bad, it's comfortable. I mean, especially from an announcing standpoint yeah. and, and like filming standpoint is it's yeah. better than Baker. Yeah. <laughs> but I, you know, well, like, I can, I can tell you from a technical standpoint that, that was a real challenge. 150 feet of cable to get from uh, to get up to that that box. Yeah. So well, it's the same in Baker. We no. got to go all the way. No, it's not up. the same. It's pretty close. No, it's not. It's 100 feet of cable. Oh, okay. 50 feet. I mean, you're still running cable. Well, yeah. When you but you're talking about you're talking about a a cable that has eight cables in it. Yeah. Yeah. That we made. Yeah. So I mean, it's a lot of it's a heavy lift. So. Anyhow, we won't dive into the technical aspect. So uh, a couple of things uh, I have been bringing you, as you may or may not have known, back in middle of April, I had my knee replaced at Grand Ronde Hospital and then uh, followed up with the therapy at Grand Ronde Hospital and Therapy and Sports Medicine. And I have been giving updates along the way uh, of how that's going and uh, giving you two updates so far. This is a third update, and I'm not going to play all of this because it's a little bit longer. But if you or one of your family members are considering having a knee replacement, there's a lot of really good information in this particular video. I'm just going to play a little bit of it, and then you'll find that released on on our network and also on the hospital's network later on. But but take a look at a little bit of this. And a big shout out to Greg Dombeck who is uh, my physical therapist through this, uh, through this process. And let me give you a little preview of that video. Hey, you guys, thank you for watching the other episodes. This is the third and last episode of my knee replacement process. And uh, I have been doing for about nine weeks, I think I've been doing uh, therapy at Grand Ronde Hospital Therapy and Sports Medicine with Greg Dombeck, and they have really helped me. I mean, I've, I've really appreciated uh, the help that they have given me and uh, helped me uh, improve the different things that I've needed to, and I'm not quite done, but uh, on my way to vastly improving. And, and one of those things, as I mentioned in the last episode, is walking without a limp, and we're still working on that, but uh, that's getting much better. But uh, I just had an opportunity to talk with Greg about how someone might prepare for knee surgery, and so take, take a look at this. 
so after knee surgery, go home. And one of the things I realized right away is, is that I was missing the core strength to even get in bed and move around. And I mean, that strength that didn't really have much to do with the pain. I mean, the pain was one thing, but the, the strength that I was lacking became really evident when I'm trying to move around. Is there, can you think of anything that I could have done? I mean, especially we've been doing this together for, you know, a couple months now. Sure. What, what are some things that maybe I could have done to have prepared? I think the important thing to realize is after surgery, there's going to be a decline in function. And the better off you are in terms of your fitness, strength, endurance, um, the quicker your, recur your return to function is going to be. Um, we can start rolling down that path of uh, mobility a little bit easier um, if we have uh, an understanding of some of the exercises and some of the um, the necessary strength and endurance that we're going to need to, to progress following surgery. The problem is, is then as your knee gives you more pain. Okay. Be sure and check that out. Uh, there's just, again, a lot of good, that, that interview is about 10 minutes long. So there's quite a bit of information in there, but um, you know, I've said this before. I, I was not, I don't think I was prepared for quite, how much of an impact this would have on my life. You know, that being said, two days later, we did an AM show. So I crippled in here to do that. But it was, you know, it was a pretty heavy lift. And I think there are some things that I could have done ahead of time to have prepared more for that. And I just want to be sure and give you guys the opportunity also uh, for the benefit of that. And then one other thing yesterday, Cliff Bentz was in the studio uh, Cliff Bentz is our, he represents us and our congressional district. He serves as our uh, congressman for this area in Washington, D.C. And they were on a two and a half week break. And let me just play a little bit of that. Hey, Eastern Oregon, thank you for joining us with this EO. There again. There are all kinds of caucuses you can join, different groups. I, I don't know how many, but dozens, hundreds, I don't really know. <laughs> uh, I belong to probably 10 different groups. And uh, the one I was asked if I would be the head of the veterinarian caucus hmm. because I'm married to a veterinarian. Right. And I, and I said, well, I guess, but don't you have someone that's close? But the veterinarian, uh, Kurt Schrader from Oregon, uh -huh. uh, lost his race. And so he had been the head of that caucus. Interesting. I mean, we kind of dove, uh, when I have these conversations with Cliff, he, uh, there's not anything that's off bounds. And so we really talked about, we talked about, uh, former past president Trump and his chances. We talked about the condition of the Republican party. We talked about, uh, the, the, there's, there is a group that's trying to remove the four dams of the lower snake river and, and uh, that that's one of Cliff's specialty areas is water. And so um, we've talked about the impact of that and the possibility of that. Um, talked about the Supreme Court. We talked about term limits. I mean, it, we kind of went through a variety of things and so be sure and, and check out that. It was, it was a great interview. So, all righty. Well, let's, let's look at the weather, see how it's... Uh, 
completely different from Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Here's it. There it is. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, we got a little bit of rain yesterday. Um, I don't think we're going to get rain today. Let's see what it says here. Um, nope. Yep. 55 tonight. I haven't looked to see what it's supposed to be like on the 4th of July, but... Probably uh, going to be warm, I would imagine. That would be good. I mean, that's from the looks of things. Yeah. It's going to be 92 tomorrow. It's going to be back to normal summer. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I got AC. <laughs> that's right. You got a new AC, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I do. The other one took it. The other one was like from the 70s. So it was like, it's like, it looks like a 70s. It was. It, it, it lasted a long time, apparently. I mean, it was there for. <laughs> It really, it looked like a '70s like piece of uh, of you know equipment. Like, yeah, it's like brown. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, it looks like it's got the push buttons, <laughs> and it worked really good up until last the end of last summer. But I'm good. I got. I I, I like the heat, anyways. I, I like the summertime. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Well, we have Dana London, who is the general manager of Buffalo Peak in union is with us this morning and he's going to be talking to us about the 4th of July celebration thunder at the peak. Uh, and EOA is one of the sponsors of that event. And he'll be with us in just a minute and talk about that event. All right, we're back with Dana London, General Manager of Buffalo Peak. Good morning. Hey, how are you, man? Good I'm good. I'm good. We yeah. call we call him Mr. 341 down the middle. Right down the tube. You saw right it, I think. 341? <laughs> yeah. Why is that? Is that <laughs> because he's a fibber? I'm not a fibber. I got the video <laughs> proof. That's a, you know, the video don't lie. So yeah, so you hit you 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 Well, the conversation started with <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> Say, oh man, I get out there and I can bomb and I can hit it 340. I used to be able to. You never hit it 340. Oh, yeah, I have. So, I would guarantee you. So, anyway, so Sean and I (laughs) go out on the the top of number five and he's got a a shot tracer and we made a, I hit a bomb and it was just killed. It was like 170. what, what did the video say, Kyle? All I'm going to ask you is, what did the video say? It said three, three, 341 right down the middle. That's all I, you know, that's all I got. I'll give you that. You hit the ball straight. I, I do. I hit the ball straight. We played uh, our men's night game last night, which beat the pros. Only two teams beat us. Which is not bad. No, which is, which is good. Usually, uh, Sean and I lose to everybody, but 
Sean and I played really good last night. We played an alternate shot type of game. Which, it was fun. We had about 40 guys out there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good. Good. Awesome. So let's tell us about Thunder at the Peak. Well, Thunder at the Peak is, uh, I don't know. It just, it, it, it started when the, the fireworks went to Union and they were just at the, at the fairgrounds or stock show, wherever they had them. I don't know. EOU. No, they were at EOU first, and then they went over into into the city yeah, they of were, Union. They were on what I think one of the high school grounds. Yeah, some, yeah. somewhere oh, out there. Oh, yeah, when yeah. I moved oh, them out okay. there, and I when I first got to Buffalo Peak, I said, "God, what a great place to have fireworks at." Yeah, a lot of golf courses do it. The golf course I was at in Salem had a huge fireworks show, um, and it brought awareness to the golf course. So I started kind of talking with the people that did it, and, and Donna, and, um, and they're like, "Well." Why don't we try it? See what happens. And so then we started talking with the Union Main Street and uh, got them involved. And last year we had a, a reenactment of the, the bank robbery that happened in town. It was pretty cool. Um, and the city's really getting involved with it. They're starting to realize that, you know, there's lots of people that come through uh, the town for the fireworks. So they're, uh, they got a little festival thing going on, lots of street vendors, things like that. Um, this year we got, um, of course, you guys uh, broadcast it. That is huge because there's some people that just they they don't want to go out and see it or they they can't. So you guys can uh, you guys uh, broadcasting it is great. Uh, this year we got the uh, union chamber involved, so we got some more sponsors. Uh, it, it's truly growing. I I I don't think you'll recognize the event in five years from now. I think it'll be a real big deal. And there's, last year it took me. When I left the golf shop, it took me about an hour and a half to get to uh, LeGrand after the fireworks show. Oh yeah, it's a yeah, it's a mess. It's a mess. Yeah. But that that's that's what it's all about. It's all about getting out and coming and having a picnic. And, and you know, people have been amazing. And the the one fear everybody had was you know the damage to the golf course. Well, you know what? Kids are going to play in the bunkers. Oh, okay, we got a machine that goes out and rakes them. And but people have been great. They've been extremely respectful and. Yeah, it's it's been great. I, I have a question. Do we have bathrooms this year? Yes, we have bathrooms. <laughs> this year. Hey, yeah, yeah that, I know that was not on anybody. That was not on me. That was yeah. on you know failure to deliver, I guess. So yeah, um, I think there's ten coming this year. Awesome. And and Donna has been um, beverage has been on. That's one of her the chamber and. Uh, has been involved with uh, making sure that all those things are, are going to happen. Yeah, because that was no fun last year. <laughs> uh, Food-wise, who, who's coming out? Yeah, do you know? I, I, I honestly, I don't know. I know that uh, there's uh, special stuff for the VIPs, uh, sponsors. Um, they have access to the deck, and there'll be food up there. Um, oh, that's new this year. Yeah, that is new this year. Where's that, my VIP card? Um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have one. Yeah, you got one. Yeah, you have one. It's, like... it's a it's a wristband. Baby. I'm sure I'm sure you probably already got them because yeah. you guys are a big supporter and big sponsor. And um, yeah, that that's new and that that came out of a conversation with me and Scott Newman um, about you know making this event grow. I mean, there there's four or five fireworks shows over here. You got Quake at the Lake, and then which is enormous um and they, yeah um they do a pretty good one down in haynes 
Um, halfway has a really good one, and I and I want ours to be equally as good. Or people say, "God, you got to go to, you got to go to the Union Fireworks Show." Yeah. So, and we have the the, the whole community gets involved. It's, you know, Search and Rescue comes out, and they're involved. They're policing the golf course, making sure nobody's doing anything stupid. And we we haven't had an issue with that, which is great. So we don't want to have an issue with that. Well, maybe the next step would be live music. Well, I think so. We have a we have a great little uh venue to do it we um you know the driving range would work perfect um, yeah. i know they always had live music out at uh, eou um sometimes then you get into some broadcasting things obviously if you're you're having live music um streaming it sometimes uh some of the the, the platforms won't let you stream it because of the live music and some of the music songs well we actually have it's not the live music that gets us in trouble. It's the pre-recorded. Pre oh, yeah. okay. But well, you know, and, and we didn't even start the stream last year until dark. I mean, until yeah, dark. Right. I mean, it was. So this year is kind of cool. We got uh, one of the girls from the uh, the choir, Hannah, is going to come and sing the national anthem live, um, which will be great. Um, so that from the EOU. Uh, choir that's going to be awesome just oh, cool. a, just a different chain you know just adding little tiny things just to make a difference and yeah so talk about the day what's what happens during the day kind of and i don't know give us the details well i think it really starts out at, out at embler with their parade at noon okay uh, they have their their parade at noon and then the uh the street vendors in in union i think they're five o'clock five to seven five to eight something like that um I'm not sure of the exact time, but you can look on the chamber website and they've got it all listed out the whole time. Um, and then from there, there's a, there's actually a, a pretty big cornhole tournament that the Baptist church is putting on um, food and everything. They're, they're really kind of a neat deal. It's just another addition. Um, they'll start small and, and see what happens. Yeah. You know, we get, you get five teams this year, next year you get 10 teams. And that's just kind of what we're, we're trying to do. Little baby steps. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not so sure what the what Union Main Street has planned. I don't know if they're going to do the bank robbery reenactment or something different. So I'm not. I'm not exactly sure what's happening with that. Um, but you know, and if you're listening and you have those details, uh, put them in the comments and we'll mention those things. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's lots of lots of things going on. Um, so I, I'm excited that that it's taking on the life that I that I kind of saw in the the early stages of talking with Donna Beveridge about moving out there to Buffalo Peak for the fireworks. And and then so then for the actual fireworks, what time do people are gonna people start showing up at at Buffalo Peak? Um, last year there was people showing up eight thirty, you know, finding a good spot to put their blankets out and um have their have their little family picnic and or whatever they're whatever they're doing. Um, fireworks started last year right at right at ten o'clock, um, and it was a good twenty minute show. Um, you guys do a great job, you know, broadcasting it. So I think it's probably still out there somewhere. Once it's on the internet, it's there forever. Yeah. So, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Right. So uh, right, I think it was right at ten o'clock. The fireworks started. Yeah, really close to. Mm -hmm. It was really close to ten. It was almost right on the dot. Mm -hmm. Um, to what about the golf tournament? There's a there's a not necessarily a tournament, but you play your well. It's a it's a red, white, and blue scramble. It's a four person team. You play uh, six holes from the red tees, six holes from the white tees, six holes from the blue tees. Um, it's fun. It's not a shotgun start. You just 
get a team together, make a tea time, come out and play. And yeah, it's uh, turn your card in. Yeah, turn your card in and then go enjoy the rest of the 4th of July. Oh, cool. Yeah. Very cool. Last year, Benny and I uh, went down into Union. We, we got out there early. We're going to do that again this year. Um, and visited vendors and ate and it was nice. There was a, there was a good turnout. Down there. It was a good turnout. Um, hopefully, um, as, as we move forward, we can actually get some, some vendors up to Buffalo peak, maybe some food vendors, um, you know, burger wagons or whatever, get them up on the hill. So, I mean, it would be, it would be a good day for them and maybe next year or the year after we look at doing something like that as well. Yeah, definitely. At least, at the very least, like drinks, like a drink stand, or I think selling some. I think the or, I think the Pepsi um, van thing is going to be out there. I'm not sure which uh, organization is is hosting it, but I, I believe that that's going to be out there oh, this that'll year. Be good. That'll yeah, be good. Yep. Awesome. Excited. Thunder. Yeah, the there's a, there's a lot going on. It's it's a it's a big deal for the little town for sure. So what else, how's, how's it going at the golf course? Kind of give us a report on what's going on. Well, it's going good. We've been, we, we were busy this month. This month was a busy month. Um, I'm sure as, uh, you know, people that heard, we had some irrigation issues. Um, I took some pictures last night in the golf course. It's beautiful. Um, the thing about irrigation, if you ever, if you've ever worked in large scale irrigation, once you have a problem then then figuring out whether it's mechanical, electrical, combination of both working on it, getting it fixed and, uh, ca catching up. I mean, we're putting, right. <laughs> I, I, I want to say conservatively 350,000 gallons of water a day. Wow. Get put on a golf course at this point. Wow. That's a lot of water. It's a lot, of, a water. lot of water. It's a lot of water. Um, so in that, you know, a lot of that is the, is the effluent water. That's what the original, the plan of the golf course was, is to use effluent water to water um, most of it. There's some guidelines that we have to use fresh water for. But, yeah, there's a lot of water going out. Um, in the past, I don't know, three weeks, the golf course, maybe month, has made a, a significant um, change in, in the way it looks. Um, it's, uh, it's greening up. Um, yeah. Like I say, I took some pictures last night. I put them on our Facebook page. So if you want to see, have a look. Yeah, and that's, you know, I mean, you and I were talking offline to begin with. And, I mean, I, I did sprinkler systems and lawn care when I was younger. And, man, I mean, once once grass gets dull or brown, it, I mean, you can pour a bunch of water on it, but it still takes time for it to get back. Yeah. It take it does take time. But the thing about grass is, is that's a protective source of grass. Grass will go brown. Um and it's not dead. It's gone. No, right. Yeah. It's gone into a protection stage yeah. where it's trying to protect its roots. Um, so we're bringing it out of that dormancy with some, uh, like I say, lots of water, um, fertilizers, um, and, and, and trying to really get on a, a, a program that will prevent this from happening. Um, and having uh, some checks and balances in place, um, but it's still difficult. Like last year, we lost everything for a eight-day straight period. Wow. Everything. Um, and it turns out that it was a, um electrical problem. Hmm. And it was a wire <laughs> that ran through the bottom of what's called Oops Pond. And they call it Oops Pond because it wasn't on the original drawings. Um, it had uh, become corroded and... It took uh, 
a specialist uh, 14 hours to find it. <laughs> just, just, just to find <laughs> it. One wire. One wire. Um, wow. And it was a wire that went to our first satellite in the chain. When the first one's down, the rest don't follow. Wow. Wow. Um, good news is all of those are getting replaced in uh, at the end of the year. Um, upgraded and replaced uh, to be with the current software. The software that's in these uh, satellites is uh, at this point 20 plus years old and they don't even support it anymore. So it's the original. Yes. Yeah, from when yeah. they built the golf yeah. course. And, and, and your, your, your lifespan on a, the, that part of the system is about 15 years or mm -hmm. well, well over that. So that'll, that'll make a, a big difference and we'll be able to control one head at a time versus now where we're controlling six or eight at a time. You can't just shut one head off and without shutting the other ones off. So it'll, it'll make a big difference. So, Oh, so you'll be able to control, you'll be able to say like head number 17, turn it off. Yeah. And, and, instead yeah. of, 12 through 18. Right. It'll be exactly. Um, and it'll have, uh, our, our, we'll have access right on our, our phones. Oh, that's sweet. So yeah, that's going to make now when a head goes off, we'll know right now. We, when a head goes off, we got to figure out which one it is, why it went off. Yeah. So it's a process. So. How many sprinkler heads are there? Um, give or take 50, 2,700. How, how many? 2,700. 2,700. 2,700. <laughs> sprinkler heads? Yeah. Not only, not only that, now bear in mind with all those sprinkler heads, you have wires that go from the satellites to every sprinkler head. And you have a, a, a tree. And it, it's pretty cool to look at the map. It's, uh, it's pretty amazing. The, the, the structure that's under the ground to, to, to water the, a golf course. Yeah. <clears throat> that's so, crazy. so right now, you, those wires... Is that one of the things they're going to be installing in the fall? Do they have wires to all of the heads? Yeah, they now? have wires to all the heads. Um, all that will be checked and inspected. Um, and all the green side sprinklers are getting replaced and updated as well. Um, and they will uh, all match. <laughs> um, so nice. Yeah, it's a big upgrade. It's a, it's a big upgrade. Um, there, there's a lot a lot to the irrigation system at Buffalo Peak, having to deal with the effluent water and the regular water. There's two complete separate systems, basically. Um, eight, eight different pumps. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a lot to it. So the effluent is affluent water. Yeah. Is that what and, and so that is, that's wastewater that is being reused. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's been, it's gone through some processes. Yeah. 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 No, they aren't just dumping turds. Out right. Of the <laughs> I don't think. I mean, I don't. no, but but I mean that's really good. Well, they say you can drink it. So for when you need water for the east, what for the shrine, I'll make sure I get yeah. some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but but that water that water cannot be used near no developments or no, what's near, the yeah down like if down nine behind eight up there that that whole lower side is what with uh, fresh water. Um, up towards the clubhouse, that's all water with fresh water. Um, but out, out, yeah, uh, out, you know, and then all the way up the hill is all watered with the effluent water. Wow, that's another challenge getting the water up the hill. Oh, yeah, there's a there's a, a pump, pump. Ha there's a pump halfway up the hill that you know, it's 
another another check what what's going on and how we're not getting water up the hill well that pump's not working right or you know whatever yeah that's crazy so when people say oh it's so expensive to golf well guess what that that that's part of it right yeah. there people don't think about the fact when they're out there golfing that there's 2700 sprinklers around yeah i don't i don't think anybody really realized no. how many sprinklers i had are. no idea it was that many so do yeah. you have do you have a staff member who just does yes. sprinklers? Yes. Yeah. Um, Larry Bear has come on with us this year. Larry's played golf out there forever and just loves the golf course. And he's, he came on and said, okay, what can I do? I said, okay, you want a project? <laughs> <laughs> so Larry, Larry's been, been really, really great. He, he loves the golf course and he loves being out there. And he's got his dog Daisy with him and she's the happiest dog on the planet. I haven't met that dog. Yeah, that, that that's 150 sprinklers a hole. Yeah, on average. Exactly. I, I'm impressed with that. That's right? 150 sprinklers a hole. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a lot of dang sprinklers. Yeah, there's man. a yeah. I mean, obviously, <laughs> yeah, obviously, a par three doesn't have as many sprinklers. Right, as, but a know. par five has more. Yeah, but then yeah. you got sprinklers that are out in the native area. Good luck finding them. Yeah. You got a map or well, you, you know, just follow yeah, like no, a little map? No, we got little water, you know, little things of water with you. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I you, need a video. You turn them on and see yeah, where the water comes up. Yeah. yeah well, sometimes that's that. There yeah. lies the problem. Sometimes you turn them on and they don't come on because they, you know, get growth right? over them. Yeah. I mean, there's so much water right there at that source. So the ground just does this and it yeah. caves in over the, the top of them. The top. And, you know, so Larry's uh, hand cut out. Almost every sprinkler on the golf course. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that's yeah. part of the, that's part of the the program. You have to go out there every year and and cut those heads. The heads also need to be lifted because they sink over time. Mm -hmm. um, more so on a on a golf course that it isn't really as full of clay as Buffalo Peak is. Buffalo Peak has about two inches of soil and then it's clay and rock. So, yeah, but. It's a challenge. There's no question about it. But awesome. like I say, look, look on look on the, the Buffalo Peak page if you were uh, considering coming out and playing. The golf course is absolutely perfect. Nice. Good. It'll be nice for 4th of July. Yeah. I'm excited for 4th of July. I love fireworks. I'm, I, I like, four, I like yeah. fireworks, too. I like 4th of July. It's fun. So Good. Are, you, are you coming out? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. No, this is most of the time we're out of town. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, and my I have family in town, and so we're going to come out. We're excited to got the VIP wristbands. He, yes, he's work. He's working. I'm off that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I've done it the last two years. It's oh, it's his turn. <laughs> How's that going to work for you? Probably not good. <laughs> well, you get the best seat in the house. I he do. does. That's true. That That's yeah. True, and then I don't have to. Bother, I don't have to talk to anybody. So, are the mosquitoes <laughs> bad out there? Um. I mean, people should bring mosquitoes. Well, should you bring should bring spray. it anyway. They haven't. They were earlier, about a month ago. They were terrible. I mean, it was, and, and I think it was everywhere for, uh -huh. for whatever reason. They were, they were really bad. But uh, they, they came out and did some stuff, whatever they do, and they seem to be pretty okay right now. I haven't. Nobody's complained about them in the past couple of days, but good. I've yeah. never I, mosquitoes love me, and I've never. Uh, yeah, but, bugs oh, a month a month ago it was uh, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Here's the little uh, flyer for the 4th of July. Yeah, all the sponsors the on there. You can scan and, to yeah. get more information. You can scan the little uh, QR code there. Yeah, 4th of July, Thunder at Peak. 
Yeah. Exciting. It is exciting. All righty. Well, thank you for oh, being thank, here. Thank, thanks, you guys. Yeah. I, I think this is a great little thing that you guys got going on. I, I think it's great for the community. And by the way, get the Roku thing. You can go back and look at all kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I got it. It makes it easy, huh? Yeah, it does. It does. It, Roku's the way to go now. Too. Yeah. yeah. We, I want to get everybody on Roku. That's the idea. Right? Yeah. We want everybody with the Roku app, and then we don't have to worry about it. Well, the, main, the big thing is, is you can watch it on your TV then. I yeah. mean, that's the convenient part of it is, exactly. I mean, you get away from the mobile device or the computer or whatever it is, and you can have a normal TV experience. Absolutely. So, yeah. Let's do this. Well, you want to get us out of here? Let's do it. Yeah. On this day, June 29th, it's already June 29th, 1863, the very first national bank opens in Davenport, Iowa, 1863. 1891, the U.S. National Forest Service is organized, 1891. 1936, George M. Cohen is the first artist to be presented with a U.S. Congressional Gold Medal by Franklin D. Roosevelt for raising war morale. That's crazy. He got a Congressional Gold Medal for raising war morale. Wow. And that's pre-World War II, so that must be World War, from World War I. Wow. That's crazy. 2022, the la latest U.S. murder clearance rates show that half of all murders in America are left unsolved and that murders are less likely to be solved if the victim is black or Hispanic. Mm -hmm. And we talked about that. I think we talked about the reason why, you know, like obviously there's a lot of reasons, but the, the, the Hispanic one has to be elevated because of the border towns and the, the cartel. I mean, people yeah. just disappear. You know what I mean? Like they, the cartel is brutal. They just, they don't care. Um, 2022 singer R. Kelly is sentenced to 30 years in jail on nine counts of sex trafficking in Brooklyn, New York. And I think in the second case brought against him, he's even in longer. He, that guy deserves to be in prison forever. I mean, he's a bad yeah. person, which is crazy because his music was so popular and powerful. The number one movie in America on June 29th, 2003. Charlie Angels, Full Throttle. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then, quote for the day. The greatest weapon against stress is our ability to choose one thought over another. One more time. The greatest weapon against stress is our ability to choose one thought over another. All right. That's it. Good stuff. Yeah. Thank you, Eastern Oregon. Thank you, Dana, for... Being here, yeah, appreciate, appreciate it. it yeah, oh, big time. Appreciate yeah. the stuff you you do at Buffalo Peak, and and then also, don't forget. I guess that's next Tuesday. We won't have a show next Tuesday during uh, the morning. That's we'll the be partying at the peak. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So the next time we'll be live, I guess, is right next Thursday. Tuesday night. Next, oh yeah, next Tuesday night. Next but Tuesday night. Dana, tell them what they can and can't bring out there real fast before we. Um, no. well, obviously you can't bring fireworks. Um, <laughs> well, we had a gentleman last year that thought he could and, uh, but you know, the search and rescue was right on it. Um, you cannot bring alcohol. Um, you know, if you're going to bring a dog, I don't know why anybody would bring a dog to a fireworks show, make sure they're on a leash and clean up after your dog. Um, but you know, the one thing you can bring is your family and come out and have fun. And chairs. Um, and yeah, chair you can bring your own yeah. drinks and food. Yeah, you can bring your own like drinks. That. You can yeah. bring a little cooler, you know, of food. 
come out and have a great time. I mean, it's, it's such a great venue to watch the fireworks at. Um, the only thing I, I, I really ask is be respectful of the property itself. Yep. So awesome. All righty. All right. Thanks, we'll guys. be back with this show next Thursday. Next Thursday. We'll See be back. Then. George Mendoza will be with us then. So, yep. all righty. See you soon. Thank you.